What is up, Fandom Maniacs? It's your boy, Trey Miles, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, a.k.a. your sister's best kept secret. And this is Lance Marlowe, a.k.a. Bubba Rain Nasty, a.k.a. the strangest of things. And this is Fandomonium, a sports podcast for fans by fans. Yeah, and today we're going to get into some crazy action, uh, but before we go anywhere... Fancy Pants is back, y'all. I am. He's back in the house. So what are we? What, why don't you tell the people what we're talking about today? Well, we got some soccer. We got some best ball. We got some basketball. What's best ball? Best ball is baseball. It's, a it's best like ball. A, it's like it's a, a nickname. A it's nickname. baseball and is this baseball and best buy? No, no, no. it's be, it's considered best ball because it's the best type of ball. We got some basketball free agency <laughs> moves. A little too early football stuff, and possibly a little bit more if time allows. So sit back, relax, and listen to the smooth, smooth voices of Fandemonium. Started last episode talking about the United States women national team. We'll start this one out with a congrats to the baddest women in the land. And wait with bated breath while the orange man has to invite America's golden child to the White House. Mega. That's right, Megan. Well, not that part. No, Megan. But (laughs) Megan Rapinoe (laughs) and the entire U.S. women's national team fucking absolute beast the entire tournament uh megan rapinoe obviously or rapino i'm sorry i always do that but anyway is it rapino or rapino it's rapino i just i see mm. rap and want to say rap but mm-hmm. it's rapino mm-hmm. uh megan rapino won the golden boot for the tournament as we predicted last week i mean obviously it was, it was obvious that's like the mvp yeah and also as previously predicted the men's national team disappointed in the finals so you know whatever yeah and you know the women killed it for a second tournament in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this one had a lot of political drama surrounding it. Keep it real. Uh, mostly because of Megan, and she's very outspoken. She's a real one. Uh, but a lot of people are rallying around her. A lot of people are rallying against her. But we're not really t- here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we don't talk about politics around here. But one thing we do talk about a lot on, Donald Trump. Oh. on this program, on this particularly... Program. Mm-hmm. Uh, is equality when it comes to men and women's pay. Okay. And that's coming up big time right now. Well, in the middle of the game, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was in the middle of the game or when they were celebrating, but they were like chants of like, like equal. I don't know what the chants were. like equal. I didn't, I didn't look for clips or anything, but Mm -hmm. they were like literally, they were chanting for equal pay for the women's team. I mean, this is one of the most dominant sports teams ever in any sport. Yeah. And like I mean to be this dominant over what is it? You know, two World Cups, two Olympics and like I mean honestly just be untouched is is unreal and they don't get the recognition or the pay they deserve. And you know in a lot of sports uh a valid argument in a lot of people's 
is viewership. anyway is is the amount of money they make viewership right. and all that right but in this case it's different because the women's team has actually garnered more um uh notoriety notoriety but also respect viewership <laughs> and income yeah they've actually made more money than the men's soccer team ever has yeah they don't because lose the men's money. soccer team is not good yeah the the you the, the the women's national team honestly it's just I mean, those like fucking bosses. Yeah. From top to bottom, just the baddest women in the land. I mean, like really, just and they they're professionals too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never hear the only bad thing you've ever heard about the women's national team was like Hope Solo, and her bad thing was that she beat up her husband. Mm-hmm. Like that's still badass. Yeah. Like, and he was a fucking football player, <laughs> so or it was her boyfriend. But I had I mean, whoa 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 whoa. Assault is assault, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's domestic fine. abuse is domestic yeah, abuse. Yeah, no, you're right. But still, that's like the worst thing that's it's come still up. Still beat that fool up. Like she beat up a fucking football player. Like, so what we will say, which it's been a while since we've said it, is whoever the fuck pays these women. I don't know who it is. I think it's like the United. I don't States know who you are. Commission or federation. USA. But whoever you are, I'm sure USA. you're listening to this podcast. Probably because we're world famous. I am. And we just have one thing to say to you. You got to, and that is oh, to do, do better. better. You just got to do better. Just pay these, pay these boss ass women what they're deserved. I thought you were going <laughs> to, you thought I was going to, I thought you were going to say pay these bitches. I, I swear no, to God. I, never, I mean, I didn't think, I, you know, I didn't I don't think disrespect, you were going to demean them that way. I don't disrespect greatness. But you know, I bet you Megan Rapino would have approved it. Oh yeah. She's real one. If she was going to, if you know what, she would have been like, yeah, for real, pay these bitches, dog. I'm, she doesn't I don't talk think like that's how she talks. But it isn't, but she's got a cool haircut, so let's move on. She said I'm not going to the fucking White House, though. She did say that. And she I, doesn't want fucking Big Macs. And she's still not going to the fucking White House. She's like, White if House. I want Big Macs, I can go to McDonald's drive-thru. Yeah, she's a real one. But she doesn't even eat McDonald's because she's an athletic specimen. She, she's a finally too athletic machine. Mm-hmm. So she, if she does go to McDonald's, she probably gets like a fish fillet with no bread. Which is just a fish fillet. It's just like a fish... I feel like you. There's better places to go to get fish. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, as we move on, we'll, we'll go into what some people call best ball, what I'll call bust ball, because I, it, I'm, it's boring. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and we'll talk about a little bit of baseball action. So recently, Justin Verlander, who started in the All Star game, which is going on currently right now as we record. Mm-hmm. was talking about how the MLB bought the uh, Rawling factory, which made which makes the baseballs for the league, and then all of a sudden, the balls go farther. It's like, you know, anybody can go oppo. So uh, he's talking about that, you know, the league is juicing the balls. And the league actually did studies that said the balls are going farther, uh, and they're like, oh, I don't, they're, you know, this... You know, it's a handmade product, so there can always be inconsistencies and, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, overall, it looks like the league is juicing the balls to make the balls go farther, to make, you know, the game more interesting, which is honestly the main problem with baseball to, to, you know, mainstream consumers that aren't, like, super, like, hardcore fans. Um, I just, you know, as a baseball fan... How does that make you you feel? Because for like me, I think baseball is boring. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of exciting to hear that the league may 
be trying to make it more entertaining, but also as like a fan of sports and a fan of fairness, it's kind of bullshit to think that like the league as a whole it's not like just a single guy or a single team, but the league as a whole is going out of their way to kind of, you know, it, in a way it's in my head, you know, if you think of like deflate gate or something like that, or the whole issue with like the steroids era, you know, it's kind of cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like as a baseball purist, how do you feel about that? <sighs> I actually have a shit ton of opinions on this. Okay. Okay. So one, if MLB is, Juicing these balls, mm-hmm. okay? They need to become... They need to make it public. They need right. to make it well-known. Yeah. And they have to be open about it. If yeah, they're yeah. doing it behind closed doors, which there's no proof necessarily that they are, but it's a, it's highly suspected. Right, right? yeah. So, first of all, be transparent. If you're doing it, then fuck it. Own okay, it. that's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Be transparent if about it. If you owned it, that'd be a different story. Yeah. Uh, so that's issue number one. Issue number two... Is I am a little confused, or not confused, but um, torn on it mm-hmm. because the sport does need some excitement, it especially does. for people like you, right? right? For you people, and <laughs> <laughs> for you non-baseball fans, right, right, right. And uh, a little more offense always goes a long way, right? right? Yeah. And same thing in football has done a lot. In this sense, where, you know, yeah. you know, they make a lot of the rules protect based the on, quarterback, can't have your hands yeah, on a guy. I mean, they've basically neutered the defense, right? But they, but they do it for in the name of safety, and they, yeah, and they do it transparently. Yeah, they announce yeah. it way before it yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. And but we all know that it's, it, yeah, it's in the name of safety, but partially it's it's for fantasy football players, which is a huge income for the league. Right, but as right? but as, same thing for baseball though. You know what I mean? And if they want more offense, that's fine. But they need to be more transparent about it. Right. And also, which, I mean, every fan likes offense. Every Mm -hmm. fan does. We all want to see more home runs. We want to see more hard hits. Mm -hmm. Uh, Velocity is up right now. Right. Right. In the last couple of years, the velocity has come up. And a lot of people say, oh, it's because, you know, the player is getting more advanced training and blah, 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 which is probably part of it. But. Part of it might be because they're juicing these baseballs. But it is unfair to the pitchers. Right. Because their ERAs are going to go up, Mm -hmm. their whips are going to go up, and that's going to cause them to what? Lose money. Right. If your ERA is in the fours when it's usually in the threes, you're going to lose a few million dollars. Yeah, easily. So, I mean, if they're more transparent about it, maybe that'll kind of balance out in the long run. Yeah, I think think with transparency, it kind of... I mean, that with... With football, you knew, you know, defenders knew what was going on. You, They knew how to adjust their game. And you've seen it happening, you know. Guys are hitting different. They're defending different. And guys are, you know, people, defenders, I mean, I feel like now defenders are learning to thrive in the new system. They're adjusting their game. Uh, you know, you, you, it's, it's, you, it's very rarely you see those, like, 500-yard games that you used to see from offenses. Did, like recently, then then you know Peyton Manning had like six of them in one year. Yeah. So, um, so it's like you ha- if you have an opportunity to adjust, and the league's transparent, it's different. Like if the league straight up comes out and tells pitchers, "Hey, we're about to juice these balls," maybe they're not going to throw so many fastballs. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe, and I think that was one of the arguments as well is that pitchers are, you know, as the velocity increases and they're focusing more on 
throwing it harder and harder that the technicality is kind of going down. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're especially in the bullpens, yeah, if you're being if you're being transparent about it, then guys know what to work on. Which I, is, I mean, that part is fair. I mean, it has to be an equal playing ground. I mean, you have to know what you're going into. Like with the NFL, yeah, there's all these rules: protect the quarterback, can't touch guys, whatever it is. But you can adjust to it because you know what the rules are. Yeah, that means they're dumb. But they're dumb. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with you on that. But um, you know, it, at least they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. I think we're pretty much in agreement on this, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. If if they're doing it, they need to be transparent right. and. That's the only way to do it. I mean, I'm all for it. And if they're not doing it, then they need to prove that they're not. Right. I mean, if I'm going to watch a game and I know there's going to be eight home runs, I'm watching it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll watch that. Yeah. If I know they're, you know, I'm going to see a couple triples, you know, I'm I'm, going to watch it, you know. Mm -hmm. that's uh, Triples are the most exciting thing in baseball. They really are. I don't even see about home run. I mean, I do, but you know what I mean. Right. Triples are the Triples most are exciting s- things in baseball. Yeah, because that's like you're almost, you got to leg that out. Go 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 go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of like balls going super far and possibly be juiced, balls that we do know for sure are being juiced, like one hundred percent confirmed, the home run derby. But, um, those. That, I mean, maybe. Yeah. No, those. That's like that's confirmed. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I need like, to see a source on that. No, they're, they're, they've confirmed they're using juice balls for that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all I'm saying is I'm going to need a source on that, but I believe you. It's obvious those balls are juice. Yeah, I just, need, I just need, I'm going to need a scientific journal on but that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. broke the single round record in both rounds one and two. Yeah. And then after a heavyweight brawl with a young Jack Peterson, goes to the finals and loses to fellow rookie Pete Alonzo, who's on my fantasy baseball team. Oh, well, he just won. I actually have Jock Peterson too, but he's you know he's not that good. He just won a million dollars, which is like double his entire yeah. He's on that rookie contract for the year, which is I actually picked him up uh, earlier in the season because I had a first baseman got hurt or get right. hurt, and I was on Reddit and someone was like, "Hey, you also you pick up this guy? He's gonna be pretty good." And it turns out, yeah, he's fucking amazing. He, he's, so he's a beast. I'm in second place in my fantasy league right now. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing it out. Shameless plug, but yeah. uh, in in as a as a guy that has watched baseball a lot, um, in terms of like excitement, how how do you rank this home run derby? Like, what is it for? Like for you, I mean, you've been watching it forever, so you've you've kind of seen it all. But like, in in terms of like rank, if you had to rank it up there, what what would would this be a like a top uh, home run derby well, for you? Vladdy Junior's performance was out of this world. It was. It was ridiculous. Uh, I haven't seen something that exciting since Josh Hamilton's home run derby in 2000-whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Vladdy lived up to his name. He lived up to his bloodline. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty exciting. I'm not going to lie. I actually DVR'd it last night Mm because I was out of town, and then I came back, and I was just going to watch the first round uh, just to watch Matt Chapman, who was an ace player. Right. And um, then I saw he actually won against Vladi in the first round, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks for him. Because Matt Chapman didn't do too bad, but I, he just got blown out of the water by Vladi. And so I kind of was just like, oh, shit, and I had to keep watching it. But um, I didn't realize that he had broken records until today. Yeah, he broke. I, I knew that he was like, like, I was like tearing, he was tearing shit up. But, he was... but until today, and I started reading, and, and I was like, oh, fuck, he broke... I, I didn't think Josh Hamilton's records were ever going to be broken. I thought they were impossible. 
Well, so, I mean... Impossible is nothing. I'm just saying Josh Hamilton was roided up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vlad Jr. does not look like he's Actually, I'm not sure if Josh Hamilton was roided up. I'm not sure, I, actually. I think he, he definitely he was. He might have been. He I don't was, know. for sure. I know he had a cocaine problem. He had a lot of problems. He was, he was roided up on cocaine. Yeah, he had a lot of... He was a wild... That, that was a wild... He got... He gets suspended for like three seasons uh, straight. He had, he had some problems. That boy was a wild one. Yeah, he was. It'd be like that. Sometimes. He knew how to party. Yeah, it really it's it happens. Before we get off the baseball hype, let's uh, kind of pivot to I think it's kind of an older story, but something we haven't talked about because I haven't been talking about baseball um, because you know how I feel about it. But uh, the signing of Jason Dominguez, affectionately mm-hmm. known as. The Martian, the 16-year-old kid out of the Dominican Republic. I was going to make a uh, sound effect just now, uh-huh. but then I realized I don't know what sound effect goes for a Martian. Like, Pew! I don't know. I, I was Marty, I, what's that? Marty the Martian? Or Marvin the Martian? Marvin the Martian, but I couldn't think of a sound effect for it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a 16-year-old child. Right. 16. He's been compared to Mike Trout. Uh-huh. Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Uh, Maurice Jones Drew for some reason. Just because he's all muscle. Uh, he's, you know, he's very stocky. Muscle hamster, I guess. Yeah, he's he's a stocky, short. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's like... Barrel-chested. He's 16 years old. Yeah. Like, that's a grown... He's... I mean, he's probably not 16 years old, but... Yeah, he like might not be. seven, but... Uh, I mean, the kid is... I mean, by all accounts, this kid is going to be, like, amazing. the second coming of, you know, Mike Trout. Of baseball? He's going to be, like, the next big guy. For He might be. I mean, he's 16. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the new <laughs> thing these days. Is it's getting them young. Is a lot of teams are giving these Dominican players... Uh, you know, a million, two million dollars when they're sixteen, just to lock them up. Well, they just gave out him five. of out of pure potential. Right. But yeah, the Yankees gave this kid five million dollars. Yankees were talking is insane, about. but the Yankees obviously have disposable income. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta I mean? lock them up quick. Uh, but you know that even the A's did this a few years ago. We signed a sixteen-year-old kid from the Dominican for two point one million mm-hmm. or something like that, but. I mean, we ended up trading him. Right. He, didn't, he didn't. He actually never panned out. Never made it to the bigs. Right. So, I. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know if the league should be allowing teams to sign. Yeah, I don't understand 16. how this works. I mean, but at baseball's the same weird. time, you know, you got to be happy for these Dominican kids that are. Right. I mean, he just got enough money. His he's a. I mean, he's he's a. Yeah. He's if he's the, smart with it, he's set for life. He's the president of the DR right now. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's crazy that, I mean, especially at 16, you can sign a guy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean it, you know, if he's not a U.S. citizen, those laws don't. Yeah, I guess all of a sudden the rules of the league don't matter if you're out of the country, which is stupid. I'm going to just, you know, yeah. I'm going to move to another country, train my son to be the best basketball player ever, and at 15, the NBA is going to sign him. He's going to be in the G League for five years. Can the NBA sign young kids like that, too? No, I don't think so. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's... Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. It's just kind of weird that... Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be some sort of rules around that, but obviously, baseball doesn't really... They kind of just give do their own. Fuck. Yeah, they just... 
do whatever they want to do, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, there's that's probably well, contributes I, to the fact that nobody uh, likes it. At but. some point, I think it was last year, actually, Donald Trump said he was going to sign some kind of law where they couldn't do that. Or sign, maybe it was sign Cuban players. Well, that that would that'd make more sense. Yeah, right? I think he said he was going to stop. they don't sign Cuban but, uh, players. They sign Cuban defectors, which yeah, is a completely different that's thing. That's why I was, but I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who knows? Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad. Anyway, I mean, I, I like the Orange Man. He's he's all right. <laughs> nah, I can't even. Bro, I... I almost threw up. I'm sorry. I I I can't say that out loud. I gotta I gotta say it one time. For Are you the one saying time. Fandemonium's official stance isn't like hashtag build the wall? I don't. I mean, I don't. I can't speak for Fandemonium as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I can say as far as my my share of Fandemonium mm-hmm. is like fuck Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna condone somebody assassinating the president mm-hmm. on, on, yeah. A, yeah. on a podcast. Please don't. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, there's no but. All right, good. Thank you. But you know, um, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not a Republican. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. You feel I'm me? also not a Democrat. I'm yeah. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't believe in politics. I don't believe in anything. So. But we do believe that Orange Man bad. Also, MLB, stop signing 16-year-old kids. It's really weird. It's weird. Uh, I mean, I it's, know this kid is... Kid just hit puberty a couple Just years wait ago. for him to turn 18, then give him all the money you want. I just don't understand how that's even a pro... Like, I don't... He's... I, whatever. I mean, I get it. Whatever. Yeah. You gotta get talent somehow. Yeah. Nobody in America wants to play. So... What? Nobody with talent. Sorry. Well, Mike Trout's from New Jersey. Yeah, that's the last great American signing. Uh, Pete Alonzo, the all like rookie of the year probably for this year and recent home run derby champion, also from United States of know. the America. I don't even know what you're saying right now. All but right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna quit the podcast again. Uh-huh. By the way, I was thinking about it. The last, the last time episode I recorded was, was because podcast. I quit the podcast. Uh, for the record, the fellas, I didn't actually quit the podcast. I was joking. But, uh, you know, shit came up life-wise, and uh, uh, Trey Trey had to hold shit down by himself for a minute, and um, yeah, I just wanted to make it official that I actually quit. I just realized that <laughs> about two minutes ago, Yeah, that, but was, that was the last episode. That, right? I thought that was actually really funny, because I was when I, when I recorded for the first time after you had been gone for a long time, mm-hmm. I was like... Because I think it, it had been like a month since... I think it yeah, had been it right been, at a month when I released been a while. that episode. And it, the last episode was Lance Quit the Podcast. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like, oh shit. Foreshadowing. Anyway. Lance is back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on from baseball, I just want to touch a little bit on... We uh, we talked about Coco Goff last week uh, be- beating her childhood idol in uh, Venus... At Wimbledon, um, but she has been beat. Um, she made it to the round of 16, uh, but lost in the quarters. But before she lost, or as she lost, she, she secured more money by the age of 15 than I've ever even seen. Um, and I think it's really exciting to see like another young American kind of coming up. Uh, we had Naomi Osaka, uh, and now we have Coco Goff, and I think it's really dope. Especially for like women of color, 
Um, I was just gonna say, bro, white people thought they were gonna get tennis back. No, no, no. They're like, they thought, like white or, people are like, okay, cool, she's gone. Like, oh, Venus, oh fuck, oh, Serena, fuck, yeah. Naomi Osaka, uh, we haven't heard about yeah, it for yeah. a little bit. Okay, and they we're, were good. like, okay, Coco, go. it's time fuck. for the Caucasian fucking resurgence in tennis ball. Yeah, no. And then out of nowhere comes old Coco. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she's she she like she's been handling all this like really. Like, really dope for, like, a 15-year-old just really thrust into the spotlight. It's really dope to see. Hey, like, why is it okay for her to be playing professional sports at 15 but not the Martian? Because that's tennis. Tennis is, like, literally, I mean, that's a, it's a hobby, really. Good point. And I honestly, I don't. Hey, one of these days, we got to get one of, our, one of our buddies, someone our listeners won't know, but someone that we both know mutually. He has a very interesting point of view on how you break down sports and what are sports and what are games and things like that and he's almost sold me on it and i kind of want to get him on the air so the people can hear him and and get your opinions on it because it like- it's actually really interesting okay uh, uh i don't want I, I i yeah i can't really give any any of it away but i'm gonna try to get him on he's also he also knows a lot about like boxing and mma stuff so if yeah, that's there's game. like another big, if there's like a big boxing or MMA fight, maybe we can have him on and like the also, one last week. And he can also talk about that other kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think many people that listen to the show give a fuck about MMA or boxing. I don't think anybody gives a fuck about boxing anymore. But MMA is kind of, I like MMA just because I like to see people get knocked out. But overall, MMA is retarded. Um, but it is actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. But anyway, with uh, Wimbledon. Uh, she, she won like $220 million or holy shit. I wish uh-huh. $220,000. I was going to say that <laughs> is a lot. But anyway, uh, Serena continued her dominance beating fellow American Allison risk or Risque. I don't know how you say it. Um, so she's in her 12th Wimbledon semifinal. So I don't think there's, uh, any yeah, doubt about Serena and her continuing to be kind of the best for a while. But, you know, you got Naomi and Coco chilling, too. So I heard Coco was training with Kobe, too. Is that a real thing? Yep. How do you train with Kobe at tennis? Just, like, physical fitness-wise. Okay. that's. I mean, Kobe, obviously, he has his own little sports academy. And like I think I, I think their main focus is Did on... you see the, that? You caught, like, a, a gnat. I thought it was a mosquito. No, nah, or a mosquito. They're slow. But uh, I think the Fuck main... Fuck you. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think the main focus of Kobe's academy recently has been the development of female athletes because he, you know, he has four daughters now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really, like, you know, he's really he's involved. That. And, like, he's coaching his daughters. Kind of like Steph. His daughters are, like, crazy good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, there's a new article on Harper Bazaar with Serena uh, Williams, and she kind of talks about the whole fallout of the U.S. Open with Naomi Osaka and the conversation she had with her. It's a really cool read. I read it this morning. It's actually really interesting. Um, we're not going to talk about it here or anything, but it's just like a kind of shameless plug if you're interested in that. Um, kind of like her mindset after the U.S. Open. You know, there's like this whole little fallout with how she uh, talked to the ref and everything. And, you know, there was this whole thing about how she was, you know, her relationship with Naomi Osaka Mm -hmm. because of how people were kind of like pitting them against each other based on how she was talking to the ref and then how they talked about it later. And it's a a really good read. Yeah, it's it's, a whole thing. Just if you're interested, um, if you care, which, you know, 
most people probably don't. But if you do, some people do. If you do care, it's a it's a really good read. I would encourage you to read it. It's it's really dope. Um, but anyway, speaking of an open U.S. Open, mm-hmm. uh, John Daly, the golfer, known for his, I, you guys might know him at, for the guy with the like really bright colored fruity pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he withdrew from the British Open. Did you just say fruity? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they're like like really bright. They look like fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else would I have meant by that? I, I mean, some people may have taken offense to that. Because some people are vegetable people. Okay. And well, we then, like vegetables. Vegetables aren't as bright as the pants he wears. So. You're right. This man once. Vegetables are boring. This man once wore an entire outfit all orange, hella bright. Looks like a fucking orange. Because he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah. It's so like fruity. the dude who wears the Puma stuff. That's Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fruity. Very bright. Fruity. Looks like fruit. Fruit Loops. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. If you If you want to get offended by that, by all means, feel free. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> if, if you're offended by me calling his outfits fruity because they're hella bright and fruity, then by all means, uh, be, 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 be big mad, bro. Uh, but I am an ally. Um, anyway, John, he, he was, he withdrew from the British open, uh, because they refused to allow him to use a golf cart mm-hmm. because they said that walking is an integral part of the game, which I guess I can, I can get down with, you know, if you're 900 years old, but. Do you think that golf rules are like too rigid? Like, should there? I mean, for a guy like John, who's done a lot, like he's he's yeah. kind of like a polarizing figure. People watch him. Um, the the man literally can't walk. He's got osteoarthritis, and he wants to golf, but he can't golf without. I mean, obviously, he probably needs to go to the senior. Well, I'm gonna make tour. it. I'm gonna make it real simple for you, Kim. Okay. If you can't use golf carts while you're golfing, then why the fuck are you golfing? That's like 90% of the fun. Yeah, just whipping around, hitting some corners, maybe. Yeah, buying drinks from the booby girls. I don't think they have those. They don't They don't have booby girls? I think that's more offensive than my fruity comment. What do you mean? That's what they're called. They're called booby girls? Well, the golf course that I went to, Where they had shirts at? on that said booby girls. Anyway. It was in Las Vegas. Yeah. Was it at fucking Top Golf? No, it was a golf oh, was course golf in Las Vegas, and these girls walked around. They had shirts on. It said "Booby Girls," and they brought you drinks and sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, that's not how PGA is. That's much more offensive than what I said. <laughs> Their shirt said it. Okay, I don't want. I really. I just assumed that's how all golf courses were. I I don't want no problems. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I just I just. <laughs> I think honestly, at some point, golf has to kind of come. I, mean, I don't know, man. But at the same time, if if their rules say you have to walk, like you have to actually be an athlete a little bit and walk. I mean, but then maybe about, it's time to retire, dog. You're talking about walking, but this man's gonna get up and and drive a ball 350 yards. Like Brad did that at Top Golf, no problem. No, you didn't. After I just scarfed down a fucking no, you didn't. Hamburger, no, you didn't. And three daiquiris, no, you didn't. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, I know. I was smacking the shit out of that ball. Oh, no, no, you weren't. I was, too. No. What? We remember that night very differently, my friend. Remember that guy we almost got in a fight with? I do remember that. Yeah. But Whew. I don't remember you smacking balls. Anyway. Bro, I was smacking the shit out of that ball. It, it took me a minute to get the uh-huh. swing of things, right. literally. Literally. Right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know how to swing a golf club. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no way you hit it 350 yards. Bruh. I hit it like hell far. I don't even think the course at Top Golf is 350 yards. 
It's probably two fifty. Well, you know what? Was. I will tell you this: there was this little like fifteen-year-old kid next to us. Do you remember oh, that, that kid was smacking shit, bro. He was hitting it over the net. He was a pro. Yeah, he's gonna go pro. Probably not. He, his nickname's probably the Martian. It's probably like Surge or some shit. Surge. I don't know. Like he's white. No, he was Mexican. I know. I was testing you. Oh, okay. Past. I know you said a lot of you've said a lot of controversial things this episode, so I wanted to test you. Yeah, I say what I want now. I don't care. Anymore. That's what's up. I've been out here just doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, anyway, fuck Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> as, as, as as we continue, uh, I just want to. We have a lot of stuff about basketball we kind of want to touch on, but I kind of want to go to halftime first. Um, then let's go. So before we get to the shout outs, I wanted to remind everyone that August 1st, uh, Fandemonium Sports Network will be launching on YouTube. First. Um, I'm also announcing that we're looking for people who want to contribute content. Uh, maybe if you're really into a sport and you want to do like analysis videos on uh, any, in you know, some sports that we don't really focus on. So if you're like, you know, into like boxing or MMA or you're into cricket or hockey or anything like that if you're interested in contributing content reach out to us at fandomonium2018 at gmail.com let us know what you're interested in doing and we'll uh, see if we can work something out obviously uh, at the very beginning of this it's not going to be monetized but as we grow and if we ever get monetized on YouTube uh, we'll we'll start to work out different contracts based on you know views and things like that Uh, we're also going to be starting like an an esports division so people that are interested in streaming themselves playing video games uh, sports games uh, Madden 2K uh, uh, NHL Forza or UFC uh, I think it's Forza whatever uh, if you're into like shooting games, we'll probably we'll probably end up getting into that a little bit too. So if you're interested in just uh, using our platform to stream, uh, we're also open to that. So if anybody that's interested in that kind of stuff, hit us up fandomonium2018 at gmail.com. Again, we're trying to kick, we're gonna be kicking that off August first. So if you want to get in on the ground floor, uh, let us know. Uh, you know, obviously with things like this, they can blow up huge real quick. So you know, if you want to get in, get in quick. Um, as far as shout-outs go, uh, that first shout-out always goes to Sunbelt Rentals of NorCal. Uh, if you're looking to get heavy equipment for like construction jobs, you need tractors, you need uh, hose, you need floodlights, you need generators, whatever it may be, uh, Sunbelt Rentals of NorCal, tell them the boys of Anemonium sent you. As always, you can hit us up on social media. Mm-hmm. Twitter, you can find us at... Fandemonium P mm-hmm. on Instagram at Fandemonium 2018 
and on Facebook at Fandemonium Podcast. You can always email us mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Fandemonium2018 at gmail.com. Like Mr. Trey Trey already said, tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Tell us you want to be us. Whatever it is, uh, we're we're open to all feedback. As always, uh, if you're if you're watching the show consistently, you're liking what we're putting out. Go on iTunes, go on Spotify, go on Google Play Store, wherever you listen. Leave a review so we can get some feedback. Know what we're not doing well. Know what we're doing well, so we can focus on those things and you know kind of get better at certain things and make sure we put a little emphasis on the things that you guys are liking. Um, but I think with that, well, I just wanted to throw out there real quick. Uh, that we do apologize that things have been slow. We had a little dead time. Uh, then Trey Trey, my main man over here, had to carry some shit solo for a minute. Uh, shout out to your boy OG mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. in and filling in for me. OG Willikers, one point, OG right? So I wanted to give a shout out to Trey for holding things down. I wanted to shout out OG for coming down and helping out. Uh, from here on out, I'll be back every week. Uh, things are looking better in the personal situation that I was dealing with. So we should be good to go for the rest of the summer. And shit, we're only a few weeks out from football starting to fire back up. So things are going to get good. Things are going to get interesting. We're going to try to get some more uh, special guests on here and there. So pay attention. Y'all, Fandemonium is back. The squad is back together. Uh, Yeah, let's get back to the show. Yeah, All right, let's get back to the show, people. Let's go. into the show get into some nba action and then hopefully a little bit of nfl if we have enough time if not we'll put that off until next week uh as always fandomonium is brought to you by the spirits mm-hmm. uh, the devil's water as some people call it uh this week is brought to you by jack daniels gentleman jack double mellowed tennessee whiskey mm. Mm. So mellow. That's right. Smooth. Real mm-hmm. smooth. Doesn't doesn't really make you hate yourself like other whiskeys will. Um, so we we're going to take this shot on air as we normally do. Cheers. <laughs> Woo. Real smooth. Barely an itty aftertaste. Uh, of all the Jacks... Uh, I think this one is probably up there. They did a rye one back in the day that was pretty strong and I liked. Um, I do love the double barrel, like their high quality one. And apparently there's a uh, Sinatra. Sinatra. 
which mm-hmm. I'm very interested in trying. Yeah, but, I haven't tried it, but I heard it was great. Yeah, so I will definitely probably get into that at some point. Uh, if you guys want to support us getting some higher-end alcohols out here, you're always more than welcome to let us know. You know, I can give you the, the, the Venmo. Uh, we don't have a fan, or we don't have a GoFundMe up right now, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't start a GoFundMe for alcohol. That's a little ridiculous. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, you can just, like... Drop a twenty dollar bill in the mail. Yeah, if you want, if you want to support us drinking some stuff, I mean, should you, you email us, us? I'll give you my PO box. Yeah, if you want us to drink something, <laughs> just let us know, and I'll give you you can give you my Venmo, my Cash App, whatever it may be, and we'll go get that alcohol. And we'll well shout shit, you out. if it's cheap enough, you can just give us a recommendation, and we'll drink it. We'll buy it our own damn selves. Well, yeah, that but if it's expensive, fuck you. You got you got to buy it. Right. All right. So, <laughs> but before I, we're we're coming to you know kind of the fourth quarter here, if you will. Of the show, I guess five minutes would be the fourth quarter since we normally go for an hour. Speaking of fourth quarters, mm-hmm. you know what sport um, has fourth quarters? Uh, but Football. Yeah. You know what sport doesn't have fourth quarters? Uh, hockey? You know what sport does have fourth quarters? Uh, basketball? Basketball. Oh, it, I'm glad you figured it out. Well, hey, let's talk about basketball, and there's definitely one thing I want to bring up. Okay. There's this man mm-hmm. that's named Kawhi Leonard. Oh, man. Okay. And my boy Kawhi, who just won the championship for the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just came back to America, came back into the States, mm-hmm. flew to California, Southern California, landed at LAX, private uh, jet, right. I'm sure. Definitely private. Right. And he went into L.A. and everyone was like, oh, my main man Kawhi is going to go sign with LeBron and the Lakers. But then... All of a sudden he went, and then fucking heavy left turn, and went over to the Clippers headquarters, bruh. They're in the same my place. main man. They're in the same place. The headquarters? Yeah, they they they're both there. The headquarters? They're both at Staples. That's I mean, I, no, no, that's where they play. That's how they roll. That's they, not where their headquarters yeah, are. They share that shit. The headquarters? Yeah, they share that shit. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's real shit. Yeah, that's stupid. Actually, I think the Lakers. No, the Lakers practice at the Forum. The I'm Lakers, talking about their headquarters. The Lakers headquarters, at the, like where their offices are. The Lakers shit. operate at the Forum, I believe. I'm, I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure the Lakers are still at the Forum. Um, Either yeah, way, anyway, whatever. whatever. This fool. Okay, fine. He went to the. He pulled up to the building instead of going right where it said the Lakers. He went, he went to, to the, the left and went to where it says the Clippers. And that man signed a big old contract. He did. He put down some ink to play for the Clippers. He did. Uh, he he went to the Clippers and then the Clippers made. Uh, a really big splash in picking mm-hmm. up Paul George. They gave up a lot of assets for him, uh, but overall that team that team is gonna that team stacked. I mean, the first I think the the two weeks ago we had an episode and I talked about what I thought the Lakers should do, uh, more of focusing on other free agents than Kawhi. And I think if anything, the the biggest fallout of this Kawhi trade is. What happened with the Lakers? As soon as as soon as he announced he's going to the Clippers, the Lakers made four or five key moves, picked up some real good guys, and I mean, as I see it right now, the the Lakers and the Clippers are pretty pretty even. Obviously, your top tier talent is the Lakers are probably better because um, Anthony Davis is much better than Paul George, and Kawhi and LeBron are right there on the same level. Obviously, people are saying LeBron dropped off just because he was injured, but the man still averaged 28 points a game and almost had a triple-double average on the season. So LeBron's not going anywhere. I mean, he's 34, 
in the best shape of his life. Have you seen him without a shirt on? Oh my God. Um, and so I, I think, kind of like I said in, in the episode uh, two episodes ago, I feel like the Lakers would be better to, if they didn't focus so much on Kawhi and focus more on building a strong team, kind of like what the Raptors had. The Raptors had a team. You know, they didn't have a top-heavy roster. They had a team. They had stars. Mm-hmm. You know, they had guys. They had top-tier talent guys. Uh, the Lakers' top-tier talent guys are better than the Raptors' top-tier talent guys, if you're looking at it, than they had last year. And as a as a whole, with the, the surrounding parts, the Raptors probably had a better surrounding cast. But the Lakers' surrounding cast is not bad by any means. I mean, you got Danny Green. That's mm-hmm. two championships. Mm-hmm. You got JaVale McGee. He's got he's got he's got one. You got mm-hmm. Rajon Rondo. That boy's got a ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is a stud. Kuzma. That was the name I was thinking about earlier. Oh. Remember when I said yeah, that yeah. the guy with the I thought that's what you were saying, but he was already on the team. So I thought you were talking about a signing. Oh no. Um, I was, earlier Trey Trey and I were having a conversation and I was trying to think of a player on the Lakers. That started with the letter K, and I couldn't think of it. And he was That's like, Kawhi? And I was like, no. So, yeah, it was, never mind. Okay. Yeah, you had to be there. You got a Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who's good, not great. Uh, top, top. Avery Bradley. Name. Top, he's good, not great. Uh, you got, um, who else you got? Jared Dudley, who is, you know. Garbage. Jared, he's Jared Dudley. He played on the Sun, so. Yeah, he's garbage. You get, you get what you get with that. Uh, well, you picked up Boogie, who is coming off of a season where he was supposed to prove himself and then kind of got scapegoated for the Warriors not being good in the finals, even though everybody was injured. Uh, Boogie's still one of my favorite players in the league. Uh, I still think he's got a lot in the tank. They just signed, what's his name too, right? Um, DeMarcus Cousins? That's Boogie. I knew that. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I, mean, I knew that, y'all. I, the, the Lakers, I, just, I just forgot. The Lakers are really good. Uh, I feel like on paper, I really, really like what they did. Uh, the Warriors just dropped Sean Livingston, uh, and Iggy is still out there. Somebody's going to pick him up. I really hope the Lakers can make a move for one of them. Kyle Korver just got waived, so if he clears waivers, uh, that's a there's a lot of there's a lot of good things going on. I feel like the Lakers are in the best place they've been since probably 2009, maybe 2008. Uh, I feel like this team they have now assembled is better than those championship teams uh, that two-peated, should have three-peated. Um, but but uh, there's a lot of work to do. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's all going to depend. New coach, too. New coach. They're talking about putting LeBron at point guard, which to me makes sense because LeBron has been a point guard his entire life. He's been a point forward, mm-hmm. but he's been a point guard. He's been the guy with the, the ball in his hands. And what do you do uh, – in crunch time, you put the ball in the hands of your best player. Uh, now, the the ball is going to be in the hands of your best player every single possession. LeBron sees the floor better than anybody in NBA history. That's a fact. Is it? LeBron is an outstanding scorer. He's a physical specimen, but his greatest asset is his IQ and his vision on the floor. He sees everything. So I think that's a great move. I think it's going to pan out like really well for the Lakers, especially because it changes up your whole dynamic on the lineups you can play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm not going to spend too much time dick riding the Lakers, um, even I, though I, I know. Was, I was wondering, but I mean, they're, cool, bro. they're my favorite team, and it's really exciting to kind of see us actually doing good things and making good moves. Uh, but another thing that went on with the L.A. saga 
with PG going to the Clippers, OKC now is in a point where they're kind of in a rebuild. Uh, there's been a lot of fallout. You know, everybody's saying Westbrook's going to leave, which is probably uh, the biggest thing. But I've, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was a post uh, by KD's business manager, Kevin Durant's yes. business manager, in which he said, yeah, I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but the overall theme of it was that players don't want to play with Russ because he's selfish, quote unquote, because he's always chasing stats, going for assists and rebounds and whatever. Um, and that uh, because that he needs to change his game, keep the same energy, keep the same intensity, but he needs to be able to, you know, kind of dial it back a little bit. And that was a, a big reason why KD left. Um, I don't buy into that. KD left uh, again, the kind of the same way he he left uh, OKC, he left Golden State. Uh, he was telling people, I'm going to do this before I do that, or I'm not going to leave. And then he did this, and then he left. So, I mean, KD's kind of proved he's a punk-ass bitch. Uh, he went to the Warriors to get a championship. Obviously, I said earlier that the Warriors losing without him proved that they needed him more than he needed them. But he still needed them. You know, he's obviously he's a he's a top-tier talent guy, but... It's, you know, it, it's something, to, it, there's something to say about the mindset um, and the way he kind of treats teammates and things like that. So, he's always making bitch-ass moves. Yeah, 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 saying. basically, yeah. I mean, it's like with Russ, he said, you know, he said he was going to sit down with Russ, and he said, I'm not leaving. Then two days later, he left. Uh, with the Warriors, he said, I'm not going to leave before I take a meeting with you guys, got on a plane, and before he even landed, was announced he'd be with the Nets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets general manager even mm-hmm. said, I didn't know KD was going to be on my team until it was announced by another outlet. He wasn't on the team before he landed. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of that kind of stuff is kind of bullshit. And then just to call out Russ, I mean, Russ is the ultimate competitor. You don't you don't see guys like that. You don't see like the the guys that I'm gonna put everything on my shoulders. And I I know Russ has moments of inefficiency, um, and I understand I understand the critique behind his game. But you know you can't you can't turn an engine off. He's feisty. You know what I'm saying? You can't uh-huh. you you can't be you can't be a a guy that's always on a hundred and then as uh, oh yeah well that's selfish to be a guy that's you know he's a go. He gets out there. He goes. He plays, one hundred percent effort every single time. Um, so I think it was kind of bullshit for Katie's business manager to come at come at Russ like that. Um, but you know that's that's kind of the league we're in. You got you got prima donnas and then you got guys that kind of just sit there and they they work. Um, so I hope Russ gets in a situation where he can thrive um, and prove you know pro- prove or, the haters wrong. What situation do you want to see him in? You know, I I like. There's a lot of rumbling about him going to the Heat, um, and I could see that working out really well. You got um, Jimmy Butler already there, who's an who's an alpha male, uh, and Russell and Russell Westbrook is an alpha male. And if there's one thing I know what works well in it's Miami, two alpha males in in Miami, mm-hmm. it's two alphas: uh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Shaq, Dwayne Wade. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Dwayne Wade needs to be there apparently, but uh, you know <laughs> that that Miami's Maybe all... Dwayne Wade's not the alpha we thought he was. No, he's all... no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> Miami has always had like this hard nose, grinded out mentality. Everybody knows that when you go to the Miami Heat, you got to work. 
Um, and if that's if that that's one thing that Russ will do, that's one thing that Jimmy will do, and that's two dudes that no matter what, they're gonna be in your face every single possession, trying to make their team win. Uh, if there's a, I don't think there's a better fit for him, personnel wise, uh, chemistry wise, philosophy wise. I mean, the reason OKC was kind of struggled is because they would put up 120 points a game, but the other team put up 130. Right. Miami is a defensive team. Their schemes are defensive. So if you're if if uh Russ puts up 30, gets 12 rebounds, 12 assists, you know, that's 60 points right there. Yeah. They've already won cuz they can hold their team the other team to 90 and 85ish points. So I think that uh that's the best fit for him, but I'd love to see him I'd love to see him play in uh Golden State. No, he's not going to Golden State. I'd love to see him play in Minnesota Sacramento. With, I doubt that would happen. That'd be funny because you'd have a bunch of tier, top tier talents in the same division. But Utah, no, that's not gonna happen. You're just gonna name every team. You see? Chicago, no. In, anyway, uh, so I I think I, oh San Antonio. I think that's not gonna happen. I think Miami would be the best bet for him. Uh, I really hope he can get into a situation where he Dallas. can thrive. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I really hope. I think I think everybody in that everybody there is kind of content on him leaving and he's content with leaving um the last thing i want to focus on as far as nba action is that zion is out for the rest of summer league tweaked his knee uh in the same game where summer league was shut down because of the earthquake it was a 7.1 i don't know what people are tripping about i guess if you're not in california you don't really get earthquakes uh but uh so he's out it's all a precaution it's just something people are kind of bringing up oh gosh he's already hurt blah 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 he's not hurt he tweaked his knee that's a normal thing people you know in if he was in the regular season in the midst of the uh playoff race or anything he would be playing it's not a a serious injury or something that's going to linger uh so with that i think uh with the nfl about three weeks from kicking back up Mm -hmm. i think it calls for one of our way 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 too early power rankings Uh, i feel like right now we should just do our one through five because it's kind of, you know, obviously it's way too early, but it's kind of just fun to think about the things that are going to happen this year uh, with all the changes that were made throughout the league. So power rankings, one through five, what you got? Oh, shit. Okay, so should I start at five or should I start at one? That's your choice. I'm going to start at five. There you go. Make it a count down. It's a count up. Make it. Well, I'm counting down from five to one. Oh. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Five is bigger than one. Right. But not in this. So you're, count- you're counting down. Yeah, right, right. But I guess you are counting up to the best. Right. But you're counting down numerically. Right. So whatever. Count anyway, up, down. Count your up, downs. So, coming in at numero uno, five. So, quattro. Quattro for our uh, Espanola friends. Or no. What's it? Uh, Quinceanera? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Cinco. There it is. Cinco. Like like the mayo. Like Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) God, we're idiots. Yeah. No habla espanol. Aquí. Uh, Number five. I have the Indianapolis Colts. What? I do. Okay, so my main man... That's a balls. My main man, Andrew Luck, okay. came out on fire last year. Okay. He proved that he was healthy. 
His offensive line uh, looked solid as fuck, which mm-hmm. has always been the Colts' problem, even when Peyton was there. Their defense looked good. They had a very strong draft. Uh, this team is deep, and I think they're ready to take that next step. Okay. I mean, I, th- I don't think anyone's going to argue that Andrew Luck is an elite quarterback at this point, right? No, no, no. Yeah, right. That's, that's, so, that's he's up saying. there in that Definitely. elite tier, and I think that he finally has that surrounding cast that he's always needed. Okay. Uh, number four, I've got the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. That one is okay. a, more, a little bit more reasonable for um, me. They have the Todd Gurley questions. Yeah. Some weird shit happened at the end of the year. That just, yeah. I'd... We'll see what happens this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at the same time, running backs, kind of a dime a dozen. Right. Uh, elite running backs, not so much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they, they made shit work even with uh, inefficient Todd Gurley slash CJ Anderson. So I think they'll be all right. Um, they did draft Darrell Henderson. Mm-hmm. Who could be a solid plan B, plan B, mm-hmm. or take over that job? Okay. Uh, their offense is already good. Their defense is pretty good. They're, I mean, they're they are what they are, right? right. Sean McVay is a good coach. They're going to be okay. Uh, number three, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, absolutely. Okay. They did. How does that feel? Like, did that hurt you to say that? No, because. I like Philip Rivers. I hate him, but I like him. It's okay. a it's a respect thing. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. hate Philip Rivers, but I respect, respect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to. Um, and you know, if the Chargers ended up winning a Super Bowl, I wouldn't even be that mad. Yeah. Because I mean, if they ended up somehow in the playoffs, I'm not saying this is gonna happen, but if they somehow in the playoffs ended up going through my Raiders, I'd be pissed as fuck. But I doubt that happens. But yeah, absolutely. I doubt it too. I'm not saying the Raiders are making the playoffs next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But if that happened, I'd be pissed. But if well, the Raiders don't make the playoffs. I'm cool with Philip Rivers. Okay. I'm cool with Philip Rivers going all the way. But I mean, they had another good draft. Rivers looked fantastic last year. Uh-huh. He was in the MVP race. Um I mean, I mean, I even like their free agency moves. They they did solid things when he this off season. When he I mean, obviously he baby number ten. I think he's not gonna win this year, but mm. next year after baby number eleven, when he mm. has a full team. Yeah, he's gonna win. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's gonna be playing. He's gonna be doing 11-11s all off season. All off season with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, I got the New Orleans Saints. Nice. Okay, I like so that. I like Saints that are, a lot. Saints are still stacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see them being a legitimate Super Bowl contender again. Well, they should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I know. So they got. We know. They, yeah, We're everybody knows they got fucked out of it. Uh, they stole Jared Cook from the Raiders, who's That's a great a tight end. Huge pickup. Drew Brees is going to be thrown to him nonstop. They lost Mark Ingram, which takes away that dual threat. Um, but I do like, I still do like them. I, yeah, I like they're going to be all right because right uh, um, Alvin Kamara is a, a stud. Yeah, he's going to be all right, and they can find another bruiser if they already don't have one on their roster. They'll probably find one this offseason. Definitely. You know what I mean? Th- throughout training camp, they probably drafted one. They don't even know it yet. Yeah. And number one, unfortunately, the Kings will stay Kings. Wow. The New England Patriots. Wow. I know they don't have Gronk anymore. You did a top five and didn't have the Kansas City Chiefs in it. I have them in number six. Wow. I really do. Wow. Uh, I put the Colts over them. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean... They're losing... They lost some pieces. They did. They're not going to have Tyreek Hill this year, right? Possibly. We don't know yet. If, We're waiting if, on the if, fallout. If they don't have Tyreek Hill, it changes the entire... The criminal investigation against him has mm-hmm. been dropped. There has been nothing... Uh, we have got nothing definitive from the league. You know, the right. league likes to act arbitrarily and do what they want to do even mm-hmm. after there's no criminal charges because apparently, you know, Tyreek Hill, even though there's no criminal charges against him, uh, even, you know, whatever. Yeah. But... If know, they lose, Ezekiel Elliott can do whatever he wants, but if if Terry Kill is still on the team, maybe they 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 squeeze up to that five spot. If he's not, they they drop probably all the way down to like nine for me. You don't think Mahomes is just gonna step it up to a whole another level next year? Terry Kill is a whole. He opens the offense up too much. Oh no, I definitely agree with you. you know I mean, I mean, they still have Kelsey, but they don't have any other receivers. Yeah, but you they don't have shit other receivers like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel you. Running back wise, they're all right. I get what you. No, I get what you, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could, I could. I Their could defense is still solid, but okay. I mean, but the thing is, if anyone can do it, is Andy Reid, right? He can just draw. He mm-hmm. he gets the best out of his players, and his system is so flexible that he can move his players around, and he's gonna he's going to adjust his system to his players. Okay. So I could, I could, I can, I can. I respect Andy Reid a lot. I hate the Chiefs so fucking much. I hate them so much. Almost as much as the Broncos, but I respect Andy Reid a lot, and okay. that goes all the way back from when he was in Philly. Um, but unfortunately, I still have the Patriots at number one. Dang. Someone has to unseat them to to at this point in the year. Uh, losing Gronk is obviously obviously like a Huge. massive uh, setback. But their draft was really good. They got Keneal Harry. He's going to be a stud. He's going to be good. Uh, they're they're gonna be fine. Bill okay. Belichick and and uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, their offensive coordinator, uh, uh, Sean, Sean McDonald. McDaniel. McDaniel. Sean McDaniel's is gonna figure it out. Tom Brady's gonna throw it to some nobody, and they're gonna make it to the playoffs and win their division again because that's what they do. Okay, cool. Uh, so for my top, my uh, way too early power ranking at number mm-hmm. five, I've got the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get any worse. Mm-hmm. Uh. I feel like for them, as a top tier team, obviously they would have made it farther into the playoffs if it wasn't for the double doink. Um, I think for them, it's just going to be it's it's all on Trubisky. It's yeah, the quarterback just needs another year to develop. If, Mi- if Mitchell can develop and do better, he's going to be fine. If mm-hmm. not, they're going to need to look either in free agency or through trades uh, to get a different quarterback because that's the only thing holding this team back. Uh, so I have them at number five, based solely. On their offense and their production. Mm-hmm. That defense, early prediction, but that's going to be the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing, offensive yards allowed, points allowed. Uh, it's not even going to be close. Yeah, no reason why they wouldn't be so uh, if, without injuries. Yeah, if, if Mitchell Trubisky's could get hit going, if uh, if not, uh, they'll probably still struggle. You know, games will be close. You know, you, you're, we're going to, I feel like with the Barrett, you're going to see a lot of 6 9 games. This yeah. year, if if, uh, if Mitchell can't pick it up, if that offense can't figure out something to get a little bit more traction and be more of a threat. Um, I mean, they've got a lot of weapons, so I, I, I still think they can make it work. But he has, to, he has to take it to that next level. If he can get to that next level, that's a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Easy. Um, at number four, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, just more of about the, the, the questions about Todd Gurley. If he's not... The Todd Gurley we saw the first ten games of the season, uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to thrive. But as a whole, the team is still 
really good. I think Jared Goff still has another level to get to in that offense. Uh, it's uh, passing-wise is out of this league. Number three, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. I just I love all the moves they made. I think Drew Brees has at least three three or four more elite years in the tank. You think so? Like I mean, Drew Brees is. I mean, he's he's a fine. Well, one. bro, him and yeah, him and but, Brady. Yeah. yeah, but Drew Brees is different than Tom Brady. It's a different monster. Tom Brady is a better winner, mm-hmm. absolutely, and that probably has a lot to do with the coaching and the schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a better player. I think without a doubt, Drew Brees is a better player than Tom Brady. He's a better, <sighs> and, and you know, you Maybe. know, when it comes he, to being, he a, definitely has a better arm. Yeah, when it comes to being a quarterback, it all comes down to winning. So Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, uh, I will go on record as saying that. That's a, without a fact, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so for number two, yeah, number two, um, I've got the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the same thing with you. I think I'm a little higher than you. Uh, and then at number one, I do have the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that really? okay. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to take it to a whole another level next year, especially. Or he might hit that sophomore slump. I, I doubt it. I, hashtag. hashtag I, ho- I hope. Slump. Yeah. I, hashtag. I hope. Yeah. I I doubt it. I mean, that kid is a stud. I I do not. I mean, he is on the cover of Madden. Yeah. I, so. No. I I um. Yeah. He's going to have the Madden curse. Yeah. I do not foresee him. Uh, Doing going to be terrible. I do not foresee that happening, but... I don't uh, either. Also, for my number six, I do want to bring up what I think my number six is. Uh, the, the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I have been dick-riding the Cleveland Browns all last year. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a big... I mean, I'm still a big Baker Mayfield fan. Baker Mayfield is not having a sophomore They sophomore. made some moves. They've made some moves. That defense got nasty. Uh, that offense... You added OBJ. They're yeah. going to get Kareem Hunt six games into the season. Yeah. Uh, they got Nick Chubb already. I think they picked up uh, they picked up one more vet, a running back. Uh, What's his name from the 49ers? Frank Gore, was it? No, no, no. He played on oh, uh, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was supposed to be the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is... Not coming to my head. I know exactly who I'm you're Google talking it. about. I'm going to Google it. Um, man, that hurts. It. Oh, too bad Island Boy's not here. What is his name? Ohio State. Carlos Hyde. There Carlos Hyde. There it is. Um, oh, you beat Google. I beat Google. I'm better Atta than boy. Google sometimes. So, uh, yeah, they picked up Carlos Hyde. So, I think that offense is going to be something else. Miles Garrett's going to pick it up this year. Greedy Williams. Denzel mm-hmm. Ward. That team is Stupid. For the record, I think Greedy Williams isn't going to be as good as people think he is. But that's uh, the personal opinion. That's the thing about cornerbacks. You only got to be as good as, as the wide receiver you line up against. That's right. Or the wide receiver that you... Or the cornerback you uh, line up against on the other side, too. Or the safety that's protecting you. Mm-hmm. So You put your stronger safety on that side. Yeah. That I helps, think that helps a lot. And when you got, when you got guys... I mean, that team is going to... I, I like I like the Browns a lot. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I like I said last week. I hope they win fourteen games this year. I really do. I wouldn't be mad. I, I really hope they win fourteen games. I hope and those two I, you losses. You know what? It's not even Steelers. because I like the Browns or I like their players, but God damn it, it's time the the, the, the dog pounds 
They deserves deserve it. it, bro. Yeah, it's time. Their fans deserve it, just it's like the time. Raiders fans deserve it. I mean, come on. I mean, be real, bro. I mean, be real. I mean, I mean, you guys haven't been as bad as the Browns. I mean, well, you haven't been as bad as the Browns. I mean, actually, you haven't been as bad as the Browns. I mean. You haven't been as bad as you haven't been as bad as the I Browns. I mean, we didn't. We've never gone zero and sixteen. You haven't, been, you, you haven't been as bad as the Browns. But they've had more winning years than we have in the last. Yeah, but seventeen years. Yeah, but you're you haven't been as bad as the Browns overall. I'm just, I'm just saying we had like eight, two, and fourteen. And that years, happens. Bro. That's a, I, that's a part of the. I, I'm just saying. I mean, you remember the Art Shell years? Yeah, I do. The Lane Kiffin years? I do. You remember those years? The Tom Cable years? You remember those years, bro? I do. Oh man. It's just part of the game. It was but rough, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think, uh, I honestly, I wouldn't. We had Jamarcus Russell. You did, and Troy Smith, and uh, remember, I, I what other know. quarterbacks did you oh, have? Uh, uh, Carson Palmer was actually your best Carson quarterback Palmer in that was era. Actually, yeah, by far. <laughs> it's, uh, I can name uh, Tua Tua Sisopo. Yeah, you remember that man? Yeah, I do. Uh, we did have Josh um, McCown for a while. We did have Josh McCown. Uh, we had an old ass. Oh man, he played for the Titans for a long time. Carrie, Carrie, uh, that's not Carrie Collins. Carrie Collins. I was going to say Carrie Collins for a that's few an years. NFL, that's an NBA. I mean, thing. Andrew Walter. Yeah, yeah. You guys have struggled. So. Yeah, Jason Campbell. I mean, I don't know. Jason if, Campbell got us to eight names. If man. you put the, I don't know <laughs> if you put the the quarterbacks like the Browns. You know how the Browns have that long ass quarterback uh-huh. jersey. We're not too far behind. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think That's we might. A, hey, I think we might beat them in coaches, though. Oh, for coaches, for sure. Yeah. But that was like a. I mean that 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 quarterback jersey is like twenty twenty six twenty seven. Yeah, we're probably at like fifteen. Yeah. But I, I honestly, I do think the Browns are about to come up. It sucks for me to say because for me, I mean, They're a lot of a, a lot of people get on me because I say, oh man, I think the Browns are going to do it this year. Like I'm really and I, I, I feel for, for me, I see the Browns more than I see any other team in the league. You know what I'm saying? Because I see him twice a year, so I watch him. And I mean, last year I liked what I saw a lot, mm-hmm. and I like Baker Mayfield a lot. And as much I just as like his attitude, yeah, he's a he's a he's a winner. He's mm-hmm. a I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna punch you in the face and I'm gonna grab my cock. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him do it. I've literally seen. I mean, this man gr- mm-hmm. ran into the middle of a field with a flag. Mm-hmm. Stabbed it into the middle mm-hmm. of a star. Yeah, that's gangster shit. That's like T.O. Like on the star. Kind that's of like, shit. Ah, like yeah. That's real shit. Like I grab I, you a popcorn. I I I really mm-hmm. like Baker Mayfield. You got OBJ. You got Dar uh, Darvis Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. That offense. That's gonna, the best wide receiver core in the league. You got Njoku. Yeah. Do you think that's the best wide receiver core in the league? Well, you got Jarvis Landry, best hands in the league. Mm-hmm. OBJ, most electrifying player in the league. Mm-hmm. You got Baker Mayfield, best young quarterback in the league. Yes, I just said it. Mm-hmm. Best young quarterback. I'm not arguing. I Better. Mean, I don't necessarily agree, but it's definitely arguable. It, it is arguable. I I, I I would put I would put if you're talking about young, you mean like first or second? Yeah, I put play, Baker I'd Mayfield. Put Mahomes over him. I put Baker Mayfield ceiling. Uh, right now, I do put Patrick Mahomes above mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, but I put Baker Mayfield ceiling. Above mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I think they have like a three or four year window before he starts doing cocaine too much. I don't, I don't see it from Baker. That's that's <laughs> that's what they got with Johnny. I don't think Baker's gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're like way over time, but uh, we appreciate you guys checking in with us. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, we're back. We're we're in. We're we're back in the building. The boys are back. Uh, Marlo or Fancy Pants Lance 
is back. Uh, the uh, what's your Bubba Ray Nasty? Damn, you forgot a million names. You forgot. I, well, man. I call you Fancy Pants. I don't yeah, call you true. Bubba Ray Matt. That's Bubba true. Ray Nasty. Only, only the haters call me that. So Fancy Pants is back. Um, so we are back in the building. The boys are back. We're killing the game. Uh, we got a lot of really cool things coming. Like I said, if you're interested in getting on this YouTube hype, let us know, man. Fandomonium2018 at gmail.com. We're trying to get as many people involved as this as we as they can. I mean, I'm talking, I want to put out content every single day if we can. If we can be, get the people that are willing to do it, uh, contribute the content and stuff. Like I said, if it gets monetized, that's something we'll deal with. Um, but as of right now, I just want to I just want to have a, a community where we can just have fun, talk about sports, kind of bullshit, enjoy ourselves. So if you're interested, uh, fandomonium2018 at gmail.com. Join the Fandomonium Sports Network. If you want to stream or anything like that, hit us up again. Uh, you know, because I'm going to I'm going to be streaming. I'll be streaming uh, 2K a lot next year. NBA 2K 20. Uh, so if you guys are interested in streaming and things like that. Let us know. Uh, we're really going to try to kick that off, kind of really put a lot of emphasis on that next year or at, in the upcoming year. I guess we're coming up on our year anniversary. I know. Um, I think next what month. September September 1st was when we released everything. Uh, no, two months. So I got my months at, at Well, we started, yeah, we, whack. We, we, we started recording in August, but September 1st was we released four episodes, I think, That's on right. September 1st. Yeah, so, you're right. Um, right. So we're coming up on our year, and I, I want we're going to – Really, this next year, we're really going to hone in on trying to really grow this brand and really get into it. So, uh, if you're interested, let us know. If you're an up-and-comer and you're, you feel like you got something to contribute, or if you're just a guy that's out there like, hey, you guys never talk about this. I want to say something about this. Hit us up, man. We're we're open to everything. We're open to everybody. Um, you know, whatever you're interested in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. join the brand, get on the wave. Uh, we're really about to blow up. Um, so... Without further ado, my name is Trey Miles, a.k.a. The Mouth of the South, a.k.a. Your sister's best kept secret. And my name is Lance Marlowe, a.k.a. Bubba Ray Nasty, a.k.a. The Strangest of Things. Mm. This has been Fandemonium, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. That's right.